Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Advocate, Divorce Support for Dads, where we help dads create a healthy and less traumatic divorce. My name is Jude Sandval, and I'm your host. This month is Suicide Awareness Month, September, and today we're going to be talking about divorced dads and suicide. But before we get into that, just a reminder that the divorce quiz is still up at the website under the divorce quiz tab. It's an excellent uh, tool to help you to gauge where you're at in the divorce. It'll take about five, 10 minutes for you to go through the questions and give you some immediate results. You can find that at the website at thedivorcedadvocate.com or directly at thedivorcequiz.com. And also the app is out, a great resource to find everything the Divorce Advocate and connects with the entire community as well as get some great resources and courses um, for you to work through. And you can find that and download it at thedivorcedadvocateapp.com. Again, that's the divorcedadvocateapp.com. You can download that to Apple or Android. So check out those two resources. They are um, they're just very beneficial. All right, let's talk a little bit about divorced dads and suicide. This has uh, been an episode I've been wanting to, to record for a couple of weeks. I had recently had uh, got news that uh, a good friend of mine had uh, had drank himself to death. And, and while that's not necessarily considered suicide, um, that's one of those one of those things where we we know that uh, given life circumstances, doing something like that is basically uh, a, a slow suicide. And so that's struck me a little bit over the last couple of weeks and has put me off from from recording this episode. Um, Mostly because in in working with uh, the guys that I work with and, and all of you dads and some of you that are listening, it's uh, it's very evident uh, the difficulty and pain that uh, that goes through uh, our minds during this uh, during this process and, and and getting through divorce. And I know it was uh, incredibly emotional and difficult for for me during it. And one of the fallacies out there is that guys rebound quickly from. The breakup of relationships and divorce, et cetera, we just get on with it. If anything, I would uh, posit that it might uh, that it strikes us a little bit harder and takes us a little bit longer to uh, to get through. Uh, particularly uh, us and, and those of you listening, I'm, I'm sure this is a true of you, uh, ones that want to really internalize and understand what it was that uh, impacted our relationship and and why it did not work out. And so. Uh, so part of this process and, and much of how the, the process is structured in, in the courts and um, the end results are very difficult and challenging for, for dads to, to get through. And unfortunately, dads uh, are 10 times almost, well, it depends on statistic you listen to, but dads are 10 to, up to 10 times more inclined to commit suicide than divorced moms. And we already know that uh, men are, uh, the, the suicide statistics uh, around men are astronomical and unbelievably uh, disheartening and sad uh, in, in general. But uh, divorced dads are a, a very specific and unique niche that we don't talk about, most don't talk about. And their, um, their tendency to have higher rates is, is even greater. And so what I wanted to talk about today are some of the specific reasons that uh, that some uh, speculate as to why divorced dads will commit suicide, 
and then also share with you, uh, having been down this road uh, almost uh, a decade after, why uh, it can be uh, th- those reasons are false, and why your life can be even better uh, based upon those decisions or based upon um, those particular circumstances. And if you can get through these uh, these difficult times, that your life can expand. Now, I do before we jump into this. I just want to say, if any of you are contemplating suicide, that please call somebody because if you can talk about it, then you don't have to do it. And if you have to keep talking about it and you have to keep calling somebody in order to not do it, please don't. And I'm going to give you my direct cell phone number right now. And if this is a thought that's going through your mind, please call me or send me a text. And that number is seven two zero. 255-1021. Again, that number is 720-255-1021. All right, let's 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 talk about some, some reasons uh, potentially that uh, divorced dads will commit suicide. And the one, and I think probably the top one that, that I see in, in, in talking to you guys, and, and, and these thoughts go through a lot of guys' minds that, that don't actually go through it. And, and I'll be honest, I've thought about things like this too, what it would be like if I wasn't around and would it really matter? And so everybody has these thoughts. So just also know that everybody has these sad, depressed thoughts that's not uncommon, particularly during an emotionally difficult and challenging time like you're going through right now. And so this top one is the an alienation and, and estrangement from children. This uh, this is incredibly difficult, and I work with many many dads that are experiencing this right now. Many dads who have not seen their children for over a year because of some specific circumstances or some alienation that's happening through um, through their exes with whatever reason. It could be um, uh, mental illness and. Um, uh, disordered, uh, disordered personalities, or, or whatever it might be, but for some reason they've uh, been able to keep the children from uh, from their uh, from their fathers. And first off, I, I along these lines, I just want you to know that there, and, and this is supported by all all kinds of research and all kinds of uh, statistics that the number one determining factor of success for children in their adulthood is that they have a father involved in their lives. So I want you to know that you are unbelievably important to the success of your children and for your children to be having a healthy, happy life and a healthy, happy adulthood. So whatever you might be challenging, whatever alienation and estrangement, not seeing your kids, just know that even if they're acting out against you because they're having to survive whatever circumstance they're at, that they do love you and that they absolutely positively need you. I know that I worked through some of this uh, personally myself, and um, I've worked with many men. and And just to give you an example, uh, there are there are there are clients that I've worked with who, once they've got their children into uh, therapy or reintegration therapy, and they thought that their children's their children just hated them. And we just talked about this on our group uh, group call this Saturday. That uh, one of the guys one of the guys um, sons hates him, but what he's finding in and what I found oftentimes is that the kids don't hate them. They're needing to survive whatever circumstances, so they're having to act like that. So just know that your children deeply love you and deeply, deeply need you. So this alienation and estrangement from your kids can be temporary. You just have to continue to fight for 
seeing your kids and being involved in their lives. And it is a battle and a fight worth taking on. Absolutely, positively. Do not give up hope. And that fight might just be as simple as trying to just continue to keep communication or get communication with them. Or it might be the bigger battle of being able to see them 50 uh, 50 or more or full custody if it's a, a circumstance where that's necessary. So just know that it is absolutely critical that you stay in their lives. Um, another one is, and, and I didn't put these in any particular order, just kind of uh, my stream of thought, uh, financial ruin. Divorce is a no win financially for everybody. I, that's, just a, that's just a given. If you just do the math, when you separate two households, and then you are, when you separate one household and you create two households, and two different lives, there's going to be two separate bills and one or two incomes that we're supporting one household are not supporting two. Just by doing the math, you can say that it's going to be an economic no win for everybody. But that is just the nature of divorce. But what, what oftentimes can happen, what can be challenging is particularly if we're the main um, breadwinner and we're the sole um uh, the, the sole person that's um, paying any money for this is it becomes a very difficult and challenging financial strain. And the courts are not really set up and structured to deal with times of downturns. If you have a business or if you lose a job, et cetera, you still are expected and responsible for that. And oftentimes men feel like there's they have no hope around that. What they had hoped for and what they had built is no longer um, possible. And I can I can promise you that if you can work through this and you can get through it and you can start to see that you can handle this financial challenge down the years that things can begin to um, expand. You can begin to rebuild and you can begin to have a different life. Now, it might, might not be the life that you had anticipated or expected, but that is kind of how life is in general, not to diminish that uh, at all, but that is kind of how life is, that your life can be better and your finances can actually begin to improve. There's, um, there's many guys that get on our, our group calls that say, oh my God, once I got divorced and I was able to uh, really work through the issues I needed to learn to become focused as a father in the time that I'm being a father, but then also at my work when I was working, I've never had a better year in my life. And I just heard that it wasn't this last meeting, but the, uh, the meeting before one of the guys was, was sharing with us a little bit about the phenomenal year that he had, uh, he just had, and he was just past a year or two, uh, divorce. So it absolutely, absolutely positively can get better. It might seem, it might not seem like that when you're thinking about it just from a, from a number standpoint, because it, it is going to be an economic, uh, a financial strain, but it can definitely get better. Another one is losing the entire structure of family life and home. This was a huge, huge one for me. Um, I had always thought about and dreamed of being a father, being married, having a house, having kids, having that whole, um, uh, having that, uh, that whole structure and that whole family life. And I loved it and I enjoyed it. It was um, something that I built, I had built, right? Something that I had put together, I had vision. And I had it, and then all of a sudden it, it went away. And so having that um, identity and having all of something that you had believed in and, and, and built, and then 
all of a sudden it's not there anymore does weigh on your psyche. And for me, it weighed heavily, heavily on my psyche. But again, I can tell you that it can get better. You can, I, I would never imagine the phenomenal relationship that I have with my daughters now. It is so rich and is so deep and potentially, and, and there's no way obviously for me to judge, but potentially that could not have been as rich and as deep as it is now without having gone through the specific challenges of divorce that that we all went through and that we all experienced and that what we all worked through. And so just know that the life, like I said, in the last, in, in the financial ruin, the life after and the life that you create after can potentially be even better than the one that you had envisioned at the time. So Again, it's hard when you're going through it. It might not seem like that, but the only thing you can control, and we talk about this all the time, is, is your emotions and working through it. Now, that's a different topic I'm not going to get into, but I just want to give you hope that, that, that losing the structure of the family and, and the life and the home that you thought you were going to have can lead to something bigger and better. It could also even lead to uh, another relationship that is healthier and better and a blended family that is even better than the one that um, that you had imagined. So that's also another opportunity on the back end. Um, this is another one is uh, character assassination. And we get this, um, man, we get this oftentimes from, uh, from women who are exes who um, may be, may have some kind of uh, disordered uh, personality or they're just, um, upset or vindictive or angry, and they're assassinating our character. And if we're involved in the community and if we're in businesses or a church, and that starts to uh, permeate and we just never know who's going to believe what and what's going to get out there and what people are going to do and what people are going to say because people are people, then sometimes this weighs very heavily on us and our psyche because we know that it's not true but there's nothing we can do to control how it gets out. And so, you know, in the age of this, this age of cancel culture and people want to just be black and white about things, this happens quite often. And uh, it can, and lead, it can lead us to feel like we have no hope that um, that our, our good, uh, our good character and, and, and our good moral fiber and our, our good name is being uh, disparaged and that there's going to be no coming back from this. But even if, and so this is the, the flip side of it. Even if you are losing friends or even people are taking, um, taking sides, or even if they are, unfortunately, and they, hopefully they aren't judging uh, you and being judgmental, that um, the people that really are, um, are healthy and have a well-developed understanding of how to approach these things are the ones that will stay beside you, that will talk through it with you, and will continue to be your friends. And, and that includes family members too. The ones who are not, that want to do all those things I just described, which is uh, be judgmental and take sides and disparage you and, 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 and not be helpful and loving, they're going to go and they're going to fall by the wayside. And while this might be difficult and challenging, just know that there are bigger and better and deeper friendships that, and, that will arise out of this on the backside of it as you start to uh, rebuild your life and not only rebuild, but then create the life that you want post-divorce. So I have some of the deepest, greatest friendships that, um, that I'll have for the rest of my life post-divorce. And a lot of friendships that I thought would be like that prior to divorce have completely gone away. 
And that's, again, that's somewhat just kind of the, 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 the cycle of, of life, but during divorce, I feel like it might just be exasperated and it might make us feel like there's nobody here that's going to stick with us. But just know that this character assassination is not a reason for you to, um, to feel like there's no hope. There's definitely hope because you can build bigger, better, deeper, more loving relationships after. Uh, the next one is a really, really big one of, of, of why these thoughts, these suicidal thoughts might go through, through uh, a divorced dad's mind. And that is no support. And we talk about it all the time on the show in not isolating yourself. And we get into these family dynamics where we may have just not continued to keep our friendships uh, as strong as they should be or, or let our friendships go or all of our friendships are wrapped up in, um, in our uh, family dynamics and with our exes. And so that then sometimes becomes difficult when that whole dynamic stops. And then you have a new one where you're separate from your family anymore. And you feel like you have no support. You feel like maybe family members aren't there, friends aren't there, et cetera. And so absolutely positively get the support you need. Surround yourself with other people. That's why I have built this divorce advocate community. We have men that are coming and you know talking every week, new ones in the group meetings every week, new ones that get on um, on the social media and share that are listening and sharing this podcast um, that contacts me uh, that are do we're doing work together. Just whatever the support is that you need, you can get. And I'm so I'm promising you. We had a guy in the call um, on, on the call this uh, this Saturday that said, "Well, I don't really have anybody, and I'm embarrassed to talk to people about it." you're going to be amazed how much support there is out there for you when you start to tell people that you're going through a divorce. With, with more than 50 or 50% of marriages ending in divorce, there are a ton of people that have been divorced or are going through divorce. So you're going to be amazed the number of people that say, oh yeah, me too. Or yeah, I've been through it. Or, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Can Let's talk about it, et cetera. It is, there is a ton of support out there. Now, um, we can find it. And if you, if you have the means to find uh, therapy or coaching, that's great support. Uh, at the very least, get involved, find a friend or a family member or a church community or a 12-step group or something that can give you some of that support that you need. It is out there and it is absolutely life-changing. I talk about uh, my work in Codependence Anonymous. Uh, for the years that I was involved and I still hit meetings once in a while. It was absolutely life-changing to uh, help me to understand and learn and, and just really get through and process the ending of the relationship and how to go on and have much healthier relationships. So get that support. There is absolutely positively support. And you have my, you have all the divorce advocate information and community information and all the show notes here, and you can get plugged in and, and get the help you need. Uh, the next one is that you go from, from dad to visitor or him or babysitter or really no title at all. And so this kind of this kind of runs in runs in conjunction with the alienation and estrangement from children. But for many, many decades now, it has been kind of the mentality that's um, that we, we're having visitation. I hate that word. It's not visitation. We're never visiting with our children, right? And we're never babysitting uh, our kids and we never um, stop being a parent. So that's not true. You are always 
their father. You, you will always be their father. And no matter what amount of time that you spend with them, if that's you have them full-time or if you're just getting to see them once in a while, or even if you haven't been able to see them, you're always going to be their father. And so you're not just a visitor. You're not just a babysitter. You're their father. And again, getting involved with their life and continuing to fight to be involved with their life is the most important thing you can possibly, possibly do. Now, fortunately, I'll say the courts and society in general are really starting to change this uh, mindset. You're starting to see the language change a lot from visitation to parenting time, right? That makes more sense. That's a much better uh, phrase, if you will, because you're parenting and it's the time that you're parenting with your kids. And again, it doesn't matter what amount that is. You are their parents and you're parenting. So it's not visitation. It's not custody because you're not possessing them. It's not anything other than you being a father to them. So just know and, and just know also that deep in their hearts, no matter what, you are their father and you have an important part to play. So that's one that slowly I see changing. And so if you're thinking that, you know, I'm just the, you know, I'm just the part-time dad or I'm just the the babysitter, I'm just there. That is absolutely positively not true. And so the last one I'm, I'm going to talk about is one is the actually the first step we talk about in in my private practice when I'm working with divorce or divorcing dads. And, and that is that you feel like you have no future. And our first step is creating a vision and direction for your future. And so this kind of plays directly into our masculinity, because as I talked about before, with the losing the family structure and the life, we may have this may be of something we have. Um, envisioned and we have uh, worked towards and put great effort to and built and, and 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 we're successful in doing it. And then when this happens, it all falls apart, and we feel like there's no future. All everything that we've we've done is for naught. I feel like I'm a part-time dad. I feel like I'm an ATM. I feel like I'm <clears throat> my my kids don't care. They don't want to see me. I'm financial strapped. Like all these reasons that I just I, I just. Uh, stated to where we could have these um, suicidal thoughts run into this lack of, of, of drive for what the future can be or that we don't have a future. But again, and I just I encourage any of you listening to jump on one of these group calls uh, that we have on the second and fourth uh, Saturday of the month, because we get guys showing up and we talk about this stuff all the time. And we get guys that are just contemplating divorce to guys that have been through it and, and have been post-divorce for a decade. And you can hear from the guys that have been post-divorce from a decade that there is a, a better life 2.0. We call it 2.0, your life 2.0 after divorce, your second life. And you'll hear the stories from the guys, not just from me blabbing like I do on this podcast and in the meetings, but you'll hear from all kinds of, of other guys. Some of these guys have been on these group meetings for a couple of years, have been through the process. And like the guy said about He's been divorced about a year and had his best financial year in, in business ever. You're going to hear these stories too. And that's part of getting the support and surrounding yourself with other guys because there is a better future, not just a future. There is a better future. And I know that might be challenging to hear when I just listed everything that I listed and all these thoughts that are going through our mind and all the difficulty and challenges uh, and chaos that's, uh, that, that you're going through, or that we're going through during divorce. But that's also why it's critical, and that's the first step in my uh, in my in my work with with guides, and and also with the Dad's Guide to Divorce. If you if you read that, is creating the vision and direction. Because as men, our masculine nature is to have that 
that vision and direction, have a goal and to be working through um, and, and working towards something. So that's something you can work on. <coughs> Excuse me. It's something we can work on privately. It's something you can just get with, uh, uh, get with your therapist or get with uh, a friend and start working on what you want that future to be. And you can start with just small steps. So the first one, can just be something simple that you're going to spend some time with your kids and spend some, some quality time with your kids. It could be something where you just want to get your health in, uh, improved, where you just want to get out of bed earlier every day. Whatever that might be, you can't have a better future. It's just going to take one small step at a time. So just find one, one goal, one intention, set that for today, and then just start building upon that. And there's many podcasts where we talk about that and some of these steps, uh, um, before also take the divorce quiz and that'll kind of help you, uh, to kind of gauge where you're at with, it, it runs in line with a little bit of all of what we talked about, but it helps in seven different categories of where you might be mentally and emotionally, which, which areas you're doing well, and which areas you might be struggling. And then there's a free opportunity for you to, um, schedule some time with me for us to review all of those things. So I highly encourage taking that divorce quiz. It is incredibly helpful. Hundreds of thousands of people have taken it and found some uh, some value in it. So check that out at thedivorcequiz.com or at the website under the Divorce Quiz app. All right. So again, gentlemen, I know this is a difficult, challenging time, but your children absolutely positively need you to stay the course and to be strong. So if you're having suicidal thoughts, talk to somebody about them, call Suicide Prevention Hotline, call me at 720-255-1021, get some help, reach out to somebody. If you can talk about it, you don't have to do it. Keep reaching out, keep talking, be strong. You were designed to be strong, get through this and take care of your children. Thanks for listening. If you found some value, please share this far and wide, put it on social media, take one moment, give us a star rating. That would be really helpful. One step from that would be give us a star rating and leave us some comments uh, as well. And um, that goes away a long ways in, um, in helping other people find the podcast and be inclined to listen to it and get the help that they need. Thanks so much. I will talk to you next week and God bless.